welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome to the Word Live broadcast. Let's go in our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. By faith we understand that the walls were framed by the Word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. We understand that the walls were framed by the Word of God. Everything that we see today was made by God speaking it out of His mouth and the Holy Spirit performing it. Amen. Now we have to understand that God is a God of faith. And let's look at Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. God is a God of faith, and he expects us to live by faith. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 1. Therefore be imitators of God, and this is an amplified version. Copy him and follow his example as well-beloved children imitate their father. And walk in love, verse 2, and walk in love, esteeming and delighting in one another as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a slain offering, a sacrifice to God for you so that it became a sweet fragrance. Now he's saying here that the just shall live by faith. And then in Ephesians 5, 1, he says, therefore be imitators of God. So God is a God of faith, and he expects us to live by the God kind of faith. Now, what did God do? He spoke those things into existence. He, he, he spoke those things, everything that we see, into existence, and he expects us to walk in faith as he walks. You say, well, you can't walk in faith like God. Yes, you can, because he said you could. He expects us to walk like him and be imitators of him. He expects us to keep our mouth right so that we can speak forth the things of God and watch the things of God come into fruition in our life so that we can walk in all the blessings of God. Now that's what the word was presented to us for. Now the, uh, the law was presented to bring us into the knowledge that we needed Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But after that, he brought faith into existence and we are expected to live by faith so that we can have all the promises of God. Now, he promised Abraham his blessings and he was the father of faith. Let's look at uh, Romans chapter 4 and verse 13. For the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. He's saying that you can't live by the law and obtain the things of God. You can't go out here and say, well, if I don't do everything perfect in my life, then I, I'm going to receive all the things of God. You can't live good enough to get the things of God. That's what he said here. But he told Abraham that he didn't do it through the law, but he did it through faith when it was counted to him for righteousness. Let's look at verse 16. 
Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed. And he said, We're the seed of Abraham through faith in Jesus Christ, because he is the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Now, God gives life to the dead and calls those things that which do not exist as though they did. That is the God kind of faith. It's calling those things that do not exist as though they did. It's asking the Father God for the promises. Now, we can look at it like this. Now, Abraham, he uh, his name was Abram, but God changed his name to Abraham. And Abraham means the father of many nations. And after he changed his name, everybody would that he met, he would shake their hand or whatever they did back in those days. But they would say, what's your name? He'd say, Abraham. And, and back in those days, your name meant a lot. It explained who you were and what God had uh, was using you or how he was going to bless you or whatever he uh, named you that there was a purpose for it but uh, he named Abraham Abraham because he is the father of many nations but see Abraham never had a son through Sarah he had one through uh, he had Ishmael but that was according to the flesh which didn't work out very well but but he expects us to live by faith Verse 17, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. And our father calls those things which do not exist as though they did. He, that's how he created the heaven and earth and he expects us to do that too. We come before him, we ask him for the things that we need. We take the promise of God to him and say, Father God, this is your promise, just as he did Abraham. Abraham said, he promised me that I would be a father of many nations. Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness because he believed him and what he said was coming to pass and was true. And that's what we have to do. We have to go, come before the Father, ask him for the things in the word of God that we need we find those promises in the Word and say, this is your promise to me, Father. I call it into existence. I ask you for it. Then you go after that and start speaking it out of your mouth, those things that's, which do not exist as though they did. Now, so I'm going to say it like this. You go to the Father and you ask him for, say, $5,000, just as an example. You can ask for less or more, whatever, but I'm just giving you an example. Then you say, Father God, I need 5000 for this purpose. Maybe it's in your ministry. Maybe it's for your home, whatever it is. But you come before him and say, I need that. Well, you go to the word of God and it says, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And it also says that, you know, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, though he was so very rich, yet for your sake he became poor that you through his poverty might become rich and say, Father God, you have given me all the blessings of God. I'll call those things that be not as though they were. I ask you for that. 
It is mine. I receive it by faith. It's mine now. Then you go forth and say, thank you, Father God, that that is mine. I have it now. I have the $5,000. And then if you need to use it toward a debt or whatever it is, then you speak to that thing and you say, debt, you are paid in the name of Jesus. I've asked the Father for my blessing. I've asked him for the promise. It is mine. And I call you paid. Sickness in your body. You say, Father God, I ask you for the healing power of God in my body. I receive it because your word says that by his stripes, by Jesus' stripes, I was healed. I claim that promise of God into my body. I speak to the thing in my body. I command it to go because of the authority you gave me in Christ Jesus. And you go forth saying, I am totally well by the word of God. Your word says I'm healed and I am totally healed. You'll, and you speak forth the word of God out of your mouth and say, By his stripes I was healed. By his stripes I am healed. Sickness had to leave my body. Symptoms are trying to linger, but I'll speak the symptoms they have to go to. And you speak those things that be not as though they were. You don't get on the phone and start calling everybody in the country up and say, I'm so sick, I can't stand it. I don't know if I'll ever get better from this. No, what you do, you take the promise of God and you speak. Speak it out of your mouth and you speak to the thing that's coming against you. You speak to that, tell it to leave, and then you call the promise of God into your life. And then you speak those things that do not exist as though they did. And say, I'm well. You confess I'm well, just like Abraham did. said, I'm a father of many nations. Now see, he was a hundred years old. Let's look at verse 18. Who contrary to hope in hope believed so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised he was also able to perform, and therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now what he's saying here is, Abraham, he didn't consider the things of his own body, but he was fully convinced that what God's promise said was coming to pass in his life. He believed it when God told him. Every other thing that God told him came to pass. He told him, Everything that God spoke to him, he made a covenant with him. And everything that he said because of the covenant he made with Abraham, it came to pass in his life. Now we have to understand that he made a covenant with Jesus. When the blood of Jesus was shed, there was a new and better covenant that was established on new and better promises for us as children of God. And we can walk in that covenant, the new covenant, which means that our sins are wiped out. They had to go and uh, kill a lamb or a, uh, some animal to atone for their sins, but ours are totally wiped out. The Father God said, I've made you a child of God, and we walk in those promises. And the things, and we're an heir and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. So therefore, because of Abraham's faith, we were able to enter in because Jesus was the seed he was talking about was to come. And we have entered into that covenant with the Father God through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
and able to receive all the promises of God. Abraham did not waver at the promise of God, and we cannot waver at the promise of God. We have to be fully convinced that what God promised is able to perform and that it's coming to pass in our life and speak those things into existence as though they did. Those things that be not as though they were. Don't start speaking doubt and unbelief because that's what you're going to get. Because if you speak doubt and unbelief, you're not walking in faith. You have to keep your mouth lined up with the Word of God and watch all the blessings of God come to pass in your life. But if you walk in doubt and unbelief, doubt and unbelief will overtake that and your faith will not work. If you want to call somebody up and say, I believe God for my healing and I am totally healed. I just wanted to testify to you today that the Lord Jesus Christ healed me then. I'm healed now. I'll always be healed because my Father is a healing God. The Lord Jesus Christ purchased my healing for me, and I'm walking in the fullness of that healing. I'm walking in the prosperity that the Lord Jesus Christ purchased for me. I've asked him for the promise of God. It is mine. I'm walking in it today, and I walk in it forever because when I ask him for he's faithful and just to, to give everything that I ask him because he's a faith and loving God. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you'd like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you.